Welcome to Brood Perspective. That's right. A new name. Yeah. So we changed our name. Uh, we felt that Wiki Bros really tied us down to what we could talk about. It's, yeah, it was just restricting. Yeah. I mean, originally that our intention was to only talk about Wikipedia articles. Right. But there's so much more that we wanted to talk about, and it just felt like I don't know, almost like we were betraying Wikipedia by talking about something else. <laughs> well, and, yeah, because it was like the further we, like when we got into the um, uh, the exonerations, it was like we initially found that on Wikipedia, and then the further you got into right. it, it was like it took you to a completely different site to get more detail on the exonerations that Wikipedia didn't have. And then we did a lot of the newscast stuff. and Yeah, and, which that was fun. You know, and yeah, we enjoy it. We just... And we, we just, just got some personal, you know, you know, everyday stuff to talk about yeah. too that doesn't need time to it we cannot do it so anyway uh we spent a lot more money and uh changed our name there you go we're gonna get some new coffee mugs uh yes. maybe some t-shirts yeah and that's why we're brewed perspective because right. we thought about this all night long what are literally like five hours and I'm, I'm, it, it's it was kind of frightening now now let's 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 be clear okay uh, this is this is almost like them naming you know monkeypox um all the different names that we came oh, up with. We were, oh. Some of them were just ridiculous. But the, the hard part, it was not the name was the hard part because we had some really, I can't remember some of the other ones we had. We had some really intelligent names, but the websites were all taken yeah. or, and they wanted like, you can, well, this yes. is available for $15,000. <laughs> well, sure, man. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. Pocket change. So, uh, but, you know, in the end, we decided on Brood Perspective because we're um, like drinking coffee and giving you our perspective right agree with it or not it's our perspective right <laughs> so uh so yeah so it could also be we're... like a uh what do they call that when it's um it sounds like something else not a synonym but um like a phrase uh, that... acronym yeah so so it's like you know you can say it's a rude perspective or oh, or, the, or oh, a crude yeah. perspective yeah 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 because we 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 tried doing um what was Bro- the one we had? Brood Awakening. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was actually, I really man, liked that, that one. That was good. But uh turns out that there's a coffee company that really liked that a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Damn them. Yeah. It would have been a really expensive website to buy. Yeah. So anyway, uh that's where we're at. Um You know, I like to say, I, I like doing the, I like doing the history stuff. Uh Yeah, you're, you're a big history guy. You wanted to be a history teacher at one point in time. Uh, I did. I really did. Um you know, I kind of got some, I don't know, maybe some misleading information uh, back About? in the day. Well, <clears throat> I can't remember who it came from either. I really can't remember who it came from, but I remember I trusted this person's, you know, inside. And, you know, you probably should. Uh, but they said, oh, you can't be a history teacher because, uh, well, history teachers are coaches. and Coaches? Yeah. That's where they get their history teachers from are the guys who coach stuff. And I didn't want to coach anything. Like I thought, basketball or yeah, yeah. Like I thought, oh, what you know? He- That's more PE teacher than history oh, teacher. Yes, but apparently, um, and I, I do see it. I do see a lot of history teachers that are also coaches, right? Um, That's extra money. So, and I was like, man, I don't, you know, I don't want to coach. I mean, the only thing I could ever consider possibly coaching would be baseball. Uh, but anyway, I, I just thought I don't really want to coach anything. I just want to teach people history. <laughs> Uh, so, I, I feel like it's optional, though, right? Like you don't yes, have to coach. Yes, but by the time I realize this, it's too late, and no. uh, here I am making podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but my son did tell me that he wanted to be a history teacher the other day. Nice. So, 
And then he was kind of torn on it because he's like, I really enjoy teaching people what I know. I really love history, but it doesn't pay very well. And that's always what you get down to with like high school teachers. Is, is it? I mean, he could, he could get, you know, try to get a PhD or a master's and go teach at college level, right. uh, which is harder to get in because you still have to usually get some form of regular teaching under your belt to be able to work up to that, I'm sure. But um, yeah, well, some people, I don't know. I remember having a guy that taught. Uh, criminology class in college that hell he just graduated from college the year before yeah but but a lot of them do when they do that they're already doing student teaching there and they, right. do, they you know and they they're what are they getting their phd and doing the student teaching while they're doing doing their phd so i think that like helps get them in the door probably i guess but you know it's it, isn't it isn't it kind of frightening how you know for all the other jobs that we have how little teachers are paid uh Yes. I, it, it is it is ridiculous mm-hmm. like you these are like you're paying these people like bare minimum to teach like our kids to you know run run the country the country and it's like yeah you guys really aren't that important. but I'm in sorry. the when you get into the college level they get paid up oh well that's more. true that's true so i don't know uh so i don't know what he's gonna do i really wish he would just uh be like a rocket scientist or something yeah um He's got the brain for it, and you can hook up I, with Elon. I all I want is for him to pay for me to never work again. You know, I think he could do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he needs to get on that right now. <laughs> Seriously, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's fun. Uh, how about this um, Alec Baldwin situation? Oh man, this has been a mess. Man. I, I thought that he was off the hook for this initially because it was just you know it was an on onset accident. Like these have happened before. Um, you know, back oh god, it's been years. Like uh, the Crow movie, when right Brandon Lee. Brandon, Brandon yep. Lee, he was shot on set. Um, they ended up finishing the movie later, but um, and his case was a little different because it wasn't a live round situation like this debacle I, with. I don't remember what. Okay, so, I just remember he died on set from. But so one of, one of the last scenes they were filming, uh, they were filming the, the movie backwards, which was weird. I don't remember the reasoning for it. But it was like one of the opening scenes in the movie were him getting shot in the chest at point blank range. And when they filmed this, apparently what happened was the they used blank rounds on these sets and the gun did not eject the shell okay. from the gun and it got lodged into the barrel. And when the next oh. blank went off, it shot the blank, oh. blank shell into his chest and killed him on the set. At first, the thing is when they first shot him, they thought he was acting. Right, right, right. Because yeah. he collapsed and, like, you know, it was like they, they were just going along with it. And then when they realized that, no, he actually got shot, it was right. that he ended up dying. Like, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that being like something that was uh, pretty high tech at the time that they finished the movie without him. They, they stole uh, scenes from the movie and re. Uh, it, was, like, it, was, used, it was CGI. Right. And yeah. then they used some body doubles the, to fill out the rest at of the it. At the time, though. That oh, was, yeah. I mean, this uh, was kind of been late '90s, oh, maybe early 2000s probably. when he did that. Uh, yeah, it seems like. I mean, let me look that up because I want. I want to say it was like. Uh, what's your guess? I'm going to say 1996. That's, that's actually about where I was going to guess that too. It's got to be right around there. Uh, it was before the Matrix and all that. I mean, hell, it could even be like '94 even. Uh, let's see. It was 1994. Oh, Damn. Yes. close. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, but what's what happened with this Alec Baldwin situation? It wasn't a blank; it was a live round. Yeah, I, I, 
So how there's the- so I don't know how he's getting pinned. I, he, you can claim negligence on his part for waving the gun around. He claims it gets a little sketchy because he's claiming that like the, the particular gun that he was using, you they have cl- to you have pull to pull that hammer back. Yes, it's not like. I can just accidentally bump the trigger and the gun's going to go off. And he said that he never did that? Yes. And he said that he never pulled the trigger, didn't he? I believe. I don't know about that one. I just remember him saying that he never pulled the hammer back. And uh, they're I, like, there's no way that this will no. fire without... It's not like when you pull the trigger, the hammer comes back and then releases. No, it would have been different. Say say he pulled the hammer back, dropped the gun, gun went off. Right, or, yeah. or um, you know, even just like a regular gun, dropped it and, and it went off. Because, you know, that, that has happened. But to say you didn't he, cock the gun, to say you didn't fire the gun, and the fact that you were still aiming it at someone who wasn't in the movie, this, well, was, this was not a person that was in the scene yeah, that they but were filming. Weren't they, weren't they like the camera person or something? I thought they were just behind the camera. So Is that, is that what it is? There's somebody behind I the thought. camera? Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. like he was That aiming. would make more sense, yeah. maybe aiming at so, the camera. But, but weren't two people struck? Yeah, there was. Somebody else was injured. I, I think it was the director actually yeah. got shot. Something I don't know. I don't know if it came from the same bullet or not. Uh, well, <laughs> but the problem I have with it is that there's live rounds on the set. So I saw something where basically they were they were like doing live ammo training on a like they completely why, different movie. Yeah, and then they brought that bucket that they had. Uh, I sound like that that Hannah Gutierrez yeah. uh, Reed or whatever. And then her dad, she's the armor, fell, right and. No, Fel it, Reed. That's uh, her dad. Fel. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's her dad. Yeah. I just and remember his so, name because he had such a such a unique name. That's what it sounded to me like. Like this dude fucking um he took all of this live ammo and then he brought it back to the set for some reason. Well I don't know. And I I know that the day they were filming, they weren't actually supposed to be filming scenes with the guns, apparently. Yeah, because that chick th- she was not on in. set to Check him out. Yes. Yep. But I feel like it's still her company, him, like her and her father's company's responsibility that the live ammo made it to the set to begin oh, with. Oh, absolutely. There is absolutely no excuse for that being on the set. No, because accidental or not. It sounded to me like they were they were like doing live ammo training. I guess maybe right. to like feel what it's like to actually fire this individual weapon for some reason. Um maybe possibly, they kick, probably they kick back, they're getting used um, to it. Dude, go to a firing range, and you don't need to use that exact no, same. There's no, no reason for that. What the hell? Well, even, like, even if they were, that no. their main job is to make sure that the guns are safe and that the bullets are blank that they're shooting in these movie Dude, scenes. Like, I much, can't even imagine. How much money did they invest in these movies that you can't invest another, what, $800,000 for a prop gun? Right. That is not a live firing gun at all. Like, get the hell out of here. There's no reason. Yeah. I cannot understand. And back in, you know, 1960 when they're using real guns right. with blanks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I get it. But in 2022, oh, man, 2021, like, even these, even these days, gun. they. You know, they, um, they're idiots is what they you are. You can CGI anything now. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, what was it? An old, uh, this was, this was, this has been years back, but, um, one of the King Arthur movies they used, uh, it was back with, um, Sean Connery was, I can't remember the old actor. Oh, name. was it the first night? Yes. Okay. Yes. All the sword scenes in that movie, they had no real swords. Oh, well, it yeah. was literally the handle and the start of the sword 
and they CGI the rest of the sword in. So was it like like a plastic sword or something? Is that what it was? Or uh, the way that the way they explained it, there wasn't even there wasn't even like the full blade. They literally like CGI. Right, it. Yeah. but I was saying, wouldn't it be a? Pla- I mean, still, if you had just like a little nub of uh, a yeah, metal sword, you could still. I, I think the, the the original shaft of the like the handle and, and the the casing and everything was was metal to make it you know authentic. What, but what like, a, what about what was it? The shaft. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the shaft is that what you're? I don't know. You're, you're the asking. one grabbing it. I was right at, now. you were on. doing it. I, I didn't, didn't know if that's what you're talking about or not. The handle, Justin. Oh, it's the handle. The handle. Okay. Uh, moving on. Moving on. So anyway, yeah, I just think it's fucked up though that they have live. Uh, like real weapons on set. Um, do I think that um, like Alec Baldwin should be charged? Ah, man. He, he, in, in realistically, he might come out with a minor charge in this. I would hope only a minor charge. So, what but it not sounded, a manslaughter charge. It sounded to me like there was two different options that could go through, and they're both somehow related to involuntary manslaughter but it was like involuntary manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter something else um like with a deadly weapon or something like that I, I just, but whatever the whatever the difference between them was is if they go with um the second option then part of that is like uh we're talking like years in jail yeah yeah uh you know, I I don't particularly um, care for Alec Baldwin, uh, you know, but I don't care for a lot of people that I don't want to see go to prison for something. That, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I mean, may, maybe you know, this turns into a civil suit and he has to pay something out to the the family for damages, which I would totally understand in that situation because he was partially responsible. Um, but I. I I don't the, know. The, the, I'm still the, torn there, on there, this. There's like there's there's a level of weight here, right? Like there's levels to this. It's like which which part, which person on different levels is more responsible for the cause of this? And I feel like he's on the lowest level of the list oh. on people who should have been responsible for the on, on the hook for the, like getting in trouble for this. Yeah, he's the, the, just the company he's acting. Yes, like he's the, acting. The, the the company that was providing the bullets first. What do you mean? The, the ones who manufactured the bullets? No, no, no. The Oh, the guy who brought the, the live and ammo, fell the, his, yeah, yeah and, his, and his daughter. They're they're the most responsible. But even then, there's a breakdown for who didn't let them know that. So yeah, they were going to be firing the that, guns on set. Yeah, like, exactly. why are you? Or the director is like, why are you operating without without yes. your gun specialist on set? Like, I, I there's so many people here that need to be brought up on, you uh, know, some type of. I wouldn't say charges, but be held accountable for. I their agree, actions. and you get all these these little bitches online that you know they're like, well, you should never ever point a weapon at somebody you know get the, he's, he's he's acting acting, he's acting right that's why he has to do um it, it, it will become more clear when they go to trial on the evidence on exactly how this went down if he was being completely negligent and waving the gun around set off camera and the gun went off okay I, i'll it, it's kind of you're being an idiot either way you're being I, an idiot. I think i believe that whoever decided that they're using real weapons I think they're partially responsible for this because, like I said, there's no fucking reason at all that they should ever have a real gun on the set. It just shouldn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, god dang. I mean, I I, I get the the desire for realism, 
No, but you can, at the level you've of got safety, airsoft guns that look real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you, it depends on the scene, right? If, if they're fire, if he's firing a blank at the camera intentionally, like, and that's the shot, you're going to have to have a gun that's going to fire the blank. There, there's a hard way to get. There's not an easy way to get around that. I mean, realistically, I guess maybe you could CGI. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I mean, can't you? Can't they produce a gun that just fires blanks? Is, you mean, would, you would think. I, I don't see why they couldn't. No. No, and and maybe maybe this will lead to some kind of reformer that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's a messed up situation. I don't think he should be charged, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What, what, do they have a date on when he's going to court? No, I don't have any idea. They might have it, uh, but I haven't. I haven't heard. I'm sure it'll be. This will be all over the news. Yeah. I'm sure, dude. How about this? Uh, how about this uh, chick, the officer in Laverne, Tennessee, or whatever? Oh yeah, that, I, I I remember. Wow. This briefly, man. Uh, she was she's sleeping with like a bunch of the other police officers. <laughs> oh, oh man, she's she, dude. You know what's really funny? <laughs> so this chick, she's a cop, right? Uh, and she's like doing like I don't know three or four other cops. Uh, were the other cops all aware that she was having sex with the other? I cops think so. Yeah, I think they uh, were. I think they were having like a big old gangbang. Guys, guys, come on, do uh, better, do better. Yeah. So and she's married. Oh, that's yeah, apparently even worse. they're like in some sort of open relationship and, you know, is what it is. But I feel uh, like she's being a little more open than he is right now. Yeah, she, <laughs> well, all right. So the big problem is that uh, she's doing it while she's on duty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. OK. Um, but it sounds like everybody knew it. I mean, like, of course, you know, everybody's trying to get their piece, too. It sounds right. like. <laughs> but what? Dude, what I think's awesome is that somebody went on to Google Maps, and you know how you can like uh, set locations or, or businesses or right, something right. like that. Well, at the Laverne Police Department, they, they put the Laverne train station. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh, that's brutal. That's uh, brutal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hate to make fun of somebody, but man, lady, oh, I don't. You, you can't. You can't bring this one on of yourself them at all. Uh, and to do it on duty it's not like she was sleeping with these guys off duty like you're doing it while you're getting paid which is megan hall is her name uh yeah oh wow it's even got the uh, yeah oh several got fired five of them yep well she's one of them and then four other people Oh, okay so she's sleeping Uh, with four guys i guess uh i thought it was only three i don't want to get in trouble i think that's i think maybe that's the case because i thought that there was only three um but I don't know. They says they the wait, city wait, wait. also suspended three other people. Oh no! So okay, so now that's up to what's that seven? So those are the guys she just gave hand jobs to, <laughs> right? I think that's how that works. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys, you, you uh, just get suspension, dude. It's <laughs> like insane. I I mean, you know what? Seriously though, if I was a resident of that town and uh, my taxes were, you know. Oh man, I'd be a little pissed. Well, I, I, I mean, well, let's let's be honest. You did this at any job. You're getting fired. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I don't mm-hmm. the place that I worked, uh, that I still work. Um, we actually had an incident after they installed cameras in the building. And was this like the George Costanza? Where was somebody doing the maid or the the cleaning lady? Uh, I, no. Well, I don't know if it's a cleaning Whoa. lady, but it was. <laughs> Wait a minute. They, they literally <laughs> was so, that wrong. <laughs> Was that wrong? Because I don't. If you had told me that I wasn't supposed to have sex with the cleaning lady, I would have never done it. Maybe, maybe, maybe these people should have used that angle. But apparently, they like 
I, I don't know. There were like side rooms in this building. And right after they installed cameras, these people, it was like after hours and they thought it would be hilarious if they, cause the building like slowed down, but they thought it would be funny if they were to sneak off and have a quickie in one of these side rooms that just happened to have a video camera directly in the room. And wow. of course they walked into work the next day and got fired on the spot. Oh, good. Say, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, nobody should be getting paid to have sex unless you're porn. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. There's, you know? It's like a speci- uh, like specific uh, business use for that, I guess. Right. Uh, so Google's laying off a bunch of people now. Really? Yeah. A lot of these uh, tech companies, yeah, like Facebook man. just went through a big yeah. layoff. and I don't think Google's Twitter. doing as much as some of the other ones. Uh, Only 12,000? Yeah, 12,000. Out I, of how many? Uh, 100, 186 or something okay. like that. So nothing terrible. It's like 6% of their workforce. Is it just a, a specific section of I, their... You know, I don't know. Uh, I I just know that everybody's starting to hurt for money. Yeah, you know, Google's really hurting for money. Yeah, really, Google. Come on now. <laughs> So I think you guys can suck it up for a year. Uh, so, but they, you know, hell, they they get not that not that that's a great thing, but they're getting sixteen weeks uh, salary plus uh, oh. plus two weeks for every additional year that they were with Google. That's right? that's not bad. Uh, and then you get, get then you get unemployment after that. Yeah, and they and they're getting six months of health care. Oh wow! Yeah, man, I. It's just like, a, you know, I, I've heard really good things about working for Google, but it's like, it's stuff like that. Like, even when they're doing the layoffs, they are taking care of you like tremendously. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Um, honestly, that, that Sonny, whatever his name is, uh, Picard or whatever, you know, the CEO of Google now. Yeah. He was like, you know, he's, feels bad about it, right? Well, you yeah. You can tell. He was like, like, he, He's taking responsibility. Is he responsible for it? I d- it's just it's the economy right now. Well, I mean, with you know um, the way inflation is and everything's down, it's but they'll they'll probably you know they'll they'll hire people back when things turn on around. The, but. On the flip side of it is how many how many like completely unnecessary jobs do some of these tech companies have? Yeah, like people sitting around that aren't really doing anything. Right, getting pay, exactly. Getting a paycheck. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they well, got rid of them. Uh, you had Facebook or Meta, uh, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Man, he canned so many people from Twitter. But same same situation. There were like people that were literally doing nothing. And there was a lot of people, I think, though, that really did do a lot too. That got laid off. Yeah, in that situation. I'm sure. And and, it, and all of them. You know what I mean? But Microsoft, they were cutting uh, ten thousand jobs, which is five percent of its workforce, right? I'm, I'm, uh, Amazon I'm, got rid of jobs. I'm really glad I I, I was actually trying to get onto a, a Meta last year and had, like went through the job interview process and made it to like the final interview and I was so happy <laughs> I didn't take the job because then like literally like two months after the interview process went down they immediately started cutting people and I was like huh, that could have been a really bad choice. Yep. Uh, man, also uh, Coinbase. 20% of their workforce. Oh, I, I, yeah, some of these crypto guys have had, I mean, they had, they had the whole FTX crash, yeah. which we went over on here, but um, a lot of them have really taken a hurting with the economy being down because their their income's based off of, you know, how well people are trading. Oh, you think? Yeah, that's exactly, that's a lot of how they get a lot of their money. Oh, that you think that the people who work for like Coinbase are on like a commission? No, 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 not the people that work for them. But Coinbase oh, earns their income off okay. of the level of trading. Yeah, I got you. I thought you were like 
saying that people were getting oh no fired because they weren't no you're not selling enough yeah no yeah like they they hold hold a lot of the the cryptos there but it's like if you're not getting a lot of transactions or people are selling out then they lose the they lose a lot of the money out robin hood's even worse worse off because i they hold withhold a lot of the money like they they robin hood's different than coinbase in the fact that in Coinbase, you actually get the actual right. crypto yep. coin. Yep, yep. Robinhood, you're like buying, so giving them money to buy it themselves, and then they hold that. So it's like you're at higher risk for on Robinhood than you are in Coinbase. That the whole thing we talked about before is way, way over my head. I don't, I don't really get it, and I still feel like you're just you're buying nothing. You're buying air, pretty much. I mean, it's air. There's, no, I mean, even I get that the dollar you, is you worthless, can buy an imaginary but friend. The do, I can have a. I can have a piece of paper in my hand, you know, right. it's just, it's weird. I don't know. I don't get it. So you're going to have to talk about this a little bit because, uh, this is kind of your realm. Uh, you got the, uh, housing market. Yep. Kind of slowing down. Everything's starting to take a dive. This, this, this started back around, you know, May, June time frame when everything started to fall off a little bit. And man, I think you're going to see a lot of people hurt in the next couple of years. That, um, that paid astronomical yes, prices absolutely. for these homes. Now, because here's the issue, right? Especially with the downturn. Now, real estate is generally a, a safe area investing wise. Like the drop offs, usually not terrible. But you got some of these people who were paying fifty thousand dollars over asking price for a property that was already the highest that it had been ever. Like highest highest level of appreciation plus you're paying over asking price. These people took out these loans and then. When the depreciation occurs, they're stuck there now. You can't sell that house oh, yeah. because you're going to end up going in the hole a hundred grand trying to get rid of it. Yeah. So you can't even pay off your loan. So you're not moving. So, and this this gets in a scary realm. This happened back in 2008 when we had the whole housing market right. crash. The yeah yeah the whole economy was yeah. Shit. Uh, but very similar situation, and it was like people started defaulting on their loans left and right and that's why the banks all were you know had to be bailed out because they got themselves in so much trouble because they, they were just handing out money bailed just out handing it out. oh yeah that's what we do just, right just give them like, money yeah they maybe they should have set an example yep like stop giving money to people that that shouldn't get the money yep. right like you remember i don't know if you remember but i i've heard stories because it's, it's never occurred with me um but uh like a an old lady i used to work with she had told me about when she was going to buy her house, you know, her first home. Right. Back in whatever, like 1960 or something. Right. Uh, she had to have 30% down. Had to have it. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I can almost remember like when you had to have 20% down. Well, you, it depends on the type of loan. So there's conventional. Your conventional loan is 20% down. Okay. There is conventional that's more commercial grade, which is 25% down. Now, most people on their first home purchase, they get the FHA. FHA. Now, they have lowered the requirements on FHA so much, you have to have so little money down. I think down it was there. like 5%. Or you something. can even get it down to 3%, depending on your credit rating. It's 3 and 5%. So if you only have to put 5% down on a Two hundred or three hundred thousand dollar house. Right. That's not hard to come up with, and that's when they're also thinking that they can afford this payment. Well, like you, you know, you know, the, the, when, when the banks look at these, it's just like your car payment, right? It's like they want you to get the loan because they want to make the interest. The, the interest, sure. so it's like they will do a calculation on how much you 
they claim you can't afford to make the payment on. Okay, can't afford. Not that you should be making a payment this large on it because if anything happens, you're going to be screwed. If you lose your job, if you have downturn, if you get laid off, if, you know, and then they suck people into different, different, uh, the interest rate categories make a big difference, which is this is what's causing the, the downturn in the real estate right now on top of the inflation is they've been consistently jacking up interest rates. Um, you can look up online right now about what the current interest rate, I believe we're in between somewhere between six and 7%. I can't remember what the actual percentage is right at this moment. Right. Um, but I thought that uh, it, it's been a long time since I've gotten a home loan. But, right. Uh, I was thinking that you had to list on your application all of your bills and expenses and everything like that. So it's not just like like when you like say if you get a car loan and they just want to know how much money you make a year, and so you're like, oh, I make a hundred thousand and I'm trying to buy a ten thousand dollar car, and they're like, hey, yeah, here you go. Right on the home loan, didn't, don't you have to list all of your other um, your other debt that? I thought you had to list all of your you, debt. You, you have to list debt. You do. But the problem, and this is where people get themselves an issue with problems with this. They will go and buy a house, and then immediately they're like, oh, well, I got a new house. I, I, I need new furniture. Or three months later after buying the house, they go and get a car, and it's like you know, they can really get themselves in trouble with this stuff. Um, yeah, so what's, what's the current interest rate right now? Hell, I don't know. doesn't say on there. No. Apparently not. I want to say we. There it is. At, there we go. So we're down at January twenty twenty three. Six point six point two five. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's they lowered it at one point in time. It was a little bit higher than that about a month ago. Uh, six. Yeah, you know, six, six point three. three, six point two eight. No, there 6. you go. Six six six. I was gonna say it, it was approaching seven, and then they they dropped it back off because of the inflation numbers. But they keep they keep hiking it. You can see the big hike there in yeah. December when the when the inflation thing came out. Um, and they've been dropping it back and forth, but I mean, heck, heck, man, you go back to did they hit seven there for a while? And uh, yeah, yeah. See, in October. I mean, we were approaching ten, and then when the then the inflation numbers came out that it was working, then they started taking back off of the uh, the interest rate hikes. But then <laughs> then it had a rebound effect, and they started raising it back up again slowly. So, um, but I mean, yeah, but the, we the, were... the the impact that has on your payment is massive. Um, I remember when people had friends that were trying to buy houses during COVID and they would go and get pre-approved at the bank. And then when the interest rates started getting hiked up, they would go to close. And then they realized they couldn't close on the property because the interest rate uh, rose up. And now they couldn't, they couldn't, the bank wouldn't qualify them to make the payment anymore because it increased the payment that much. I mean, those couple of percentages make huge impacts, you know, let alone the fact how much you pay over the life alone in 30 years, but your monthly payment, on a three percent interest rate increase, maybe three four hundred bucks a jump on your payment, like it's ridiculous, um, you know. So now, when you go to get a loan, the payment you could afford, you could before you could get almost a three hundred thousand dollar house for. Now they'll only give you a loan up to two hundred twenty five thousand dollars because the payment's the same, right? Because of the interest rate hike. Yep. So, um, and that's that's a lot, a lot of what's causing the downturn. People are that who's going to go get a loan with the interest rates are this high, and then and then it's it's a it's a really bad situation for all of the like would be first time homeowners. Oh right yeah. Now. Yeah. I, I would not advise anybody to buy a house right now. It's just not a, because the people, the people that are locked into good interest rates right now, the three percent. Yeah. There's no incentive for them to sell. No. Because if they sell, then they're going to have to go buy a six to 7% interest rate on the new house and pay even more for the house payment. Not only that, the markets turned down the 
overpaying above asking price has dude, gone away. That, so you're that, not, you're, dude. Oh man, oh. that's the, the craziest thing I ever heard of in my life. Let, like, me, let, let me tell you what was scary about this and what's still going on and people aren't aware of. So there are financing companies out there right now. Okay. And this is where all this asking price stuff started coming from the over asking price. Okay. These companies, they're, um, they're investment companies and they specialize in real estate. They're going around to these large cities and they are intentionally buying up houses over asking price, offering cash deals to these people. So they know that they're going to get the deal and they're buying up neighborhoods. Yep. Okay. And they're doing this and asking above asking price on these other houses to increase the appreciation on the entire neighborhood intentionally by overpaying on asking price, knowing that once they do this, it's going to raise every house up an extra $25,000 and they're going to make money on that anyway. But then they're turning around and they are renting these places out for astronomical amount. If you, if you looked at rents right now, okay, the town I live in, St. Joe, um, when I rented over there originally, it was $1,100 for three bed, two bath. Okay. okay. Right now in town, there's places renting $1,500 a month. This is in three years. This has jumped up this much from $1,100 to $1,500 due to this. And it's because people's payments are so ridiculously high because of that, because you have to be able to cover your payment plus make a more plus make a profit or nobody's going to have rentals. Like right. what's, what you, what, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But you have these companies coming in and what they're going to do eventually, if this, if they're not regulations are not going to be put on these people is they are going to push everybody out of being able to buy a house yep. under $250,000 eventually. And you're going to be stuck renting the rest of your yes. life yep. unless you can afford a house over $250,000. You don't need to own anything. No, no. Live in your van. Oh, I mean, you should be happy to pay somebody else. You should be happy. Oh, God, you don't need crazy. to own anything. There should be no ownership. I can imagine paying fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a month for a place that I don't even own. Nope, crazy. Like it irritates me to pay, you know, to rent out a place for eleven hundred dollars a month. Like it's right. it's crazy. Yep, yep. So yeah, that's pretty pretty messed up. But I I really wanted you to touch on that because. You know all about this real estate stuff. Yeah, and we'll, we'll go into this. I know we've got some, I, I do a lot. My, my parents are big into the real estate stuff and I work a lot with them on it. And um, it's it's fun. It's, it's, there, it there's fun? a, it, well, I enjoy it. But I mean, the, like once you, the first house or two you do is difficult, just the learning process for it. Like I did one in St. Joe, the very first house I ever did. Um, actually, I did one in college when I was years ago, but that that, that wasn't really a big big deal i bought something to live in and ended up selling when i got done with college but um the first one i did you know hell i lost ten thousand dollars on the house flip it was supposed to be a rental and i ended up flipping the place and it was like you don't realize how much <laughs> how much you have to carry you know because everybody's like oh i'm just gonna go buy a house and i'm just gonna you know fix it up sell it easy no because you're paying the house payment you're paying carrying costs you're paying the power bill on top of paying your own rent. Then you got to be able to come up with the financing for the, yep. the purchases. It's like, there's a lot that goes into this stuff. But once you figure it out, it's not that bad. But, you know, the learning, pro learning curve is a little rough. Right, right. Yep. So, so uh, I'd say uh, that's that's a good, uh, good end for our show here today for our first episode with the new name. Yeah. Sounds I, good. I did, uh, I did have to, like, rebrand all of our old videos just so there was a consistency to them. Right. Um, you know. So we'll say Wiki Bros on the on the podcast, but right, uh, yeah. But I'm really excited about this about the new name and the the changes that we're doing because uh, you know we can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk right. about. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. So well, we've got some new new things we're going to dive into this year. I think you know conversation wise and 
you know, we'll talk about more just general conversation, life stuff. And, and I do want to get into more of the real estate stuff because it's fun. But, you know, there's a lot of just, you know, everyday things we want to talk about, too. <laughs> I like the real estate. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't like the work all the time. But. Right, right. All right. So uh, I'd say that's a wrap. And, hey, you don't need to donate to Wikipedia. Anymore. I mean, you still can. No, you still can. You know, you keep the website around. It's handy. Yeah, it at least is, two dollars. It is very handy. Yeah, that I hell I I did a couple bucks here uh, a couple months ago, and I mean you don't notice two bucks. Yeah, you don't. You don't notice. Spend more that going to the gas station. Right. You're like I just do without your Pepsi today. Just one day, guys. One day. <laughs> so, but uh, do definitely check out the the new website. Basically. Um, We've got currently on there. Uh, we just have the all of our episodes. They're right. they're all listed on there. But I mean, you get the same thing. Go to YouTube. Uh, so it, it is changed. So it's YouTube.com, and then you got your slash uh, at Brood Perspective. Okay. Uh, check it out there. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, we're there. All right. So for Brood Perspective, I'm Justin. This is Kyle, and we'll see you soon.